Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is... I'm John. What up, John? Hey, what's going on? Oh, good. Good. Just, you know, watching Dexter, having some fun. Yeah, uh, I am so happy uh, with this episode. There's so many different sides to this I want to talk about, but they did their superhero episode. Yay! And... Uh, more importantly, I want to emphasize they did a superhero episode in the mid two thousands. Yes, and those the the superhero culture around that time really influenced a lot in this. Oh my god! And I'm really excited to get into it. Yeah. But yeah, we're on season two, episode five, Dark Defender. It's a much better name than Bay Harbor Butcher. Yeah. Uh, mm, okay. See. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that. Uh, no, <laughs> but yes. I definitely think so. I prefer this one. I, 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 okay. So the problem is, is that there are two different names for two different things because Dark Defender uh, sounds better, just the mouthfeel. Yes. But it's a terrible superhero name. And Bay Harbor Butcher, like, I'm still with that Demon Barber or Fleet Street kind of like, you know? So, like, it'd be, yeah. But I got you. Yeah. I, I mean, you're wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> all right, all right, well, all right. Divorce watch. Uh, <laughs> this is it. It broke me. This, this is it. We're we're not even halfway through. You guys were together for so many years. What happened? She didn't like a name. When you do you know the show Dexter? Well, he was a superhero in one of them. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> we disagreed about something. It's been twenty years. <laughs> all right, back to it. Uh, you ready to get into it? Yes, please. Okay. So we start off at the coffee shop where Dex is. It's it's in the morning. He's 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 excited to be in line for coffee, and he doesn't move forward. He doesn't move the line forward when the first person above him, or in front of him goes forward to the cash register. Uh-huh. And the man in the back was that like, buddy, do you mind? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. There are rules to asking someone to move up the line. And less than a foot, shut up. Get it out of here. Relax about it. Especially in a coffee shop that is that crowded. Yeah. Like, people are going to be passing by. You wait until, like, the third person behind you starts to get annoyed. And you're like, it's about two feet, three feet. There we go. Come on, guy. And, oh, okay, sorry. You know, and that usually, nine times out of ten, they just realize it anyway. Point is, (laughs) this is too much. This is going to be a three-hour-long episode if this is the rate we're going. Uh, No, the point of this scene is to show that people are talking about how they should give the Bay Harbor Butcher a medal, and there's a lot of the community that appears to be on his side. Yes. Also, it sounded like you said Bay Harbor Butcher, and that's all I want his real name to be The Bay Harbor Butcher. (laughs) (sighs) And there it is. You won the Dark Defender argument. Yay! Son of a bitch. You know, what, you know what tends to fix my bad moods? Ooh, what's that? Lunch with Deb. <gasps> so coffee's in hand, Dexter goes outside, and Deb says, the holy Mary mother of fuck, that's good coffee line, which I think we quote every ninth Monday Something in the like morning. That. when we're Yeah. Mary mother of fuck. So good. Uh, they, I haven't gotten the algae reports back, but that's coming. So Do Dexter's given that, you know, he's very restless. And Understandably so. Although a lot of the community seem to be wanting... But again, watching this a few years ago, I was really into the drama and just into it. Now yeah. I'm looking at it from a little bit more of a real-world perspective. And I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain if there's a serial killer that people like got into. You know what I mean? Because it feels sure. a little bit weird, but I like it. I'm really into it. I like it too. But well- yeah. Well, although a lot of the community seems to be on Dexter's side, yeah, Deb is not. And she says, uh, give me one shot, I'd put a bullet in the fucker's head. Which, you know, hmm. hmm. And when, when Dex kind of, you know, questions it a little bit, she's like, Dad taught us not to kill. And I really liked his line. Yes, We yes. had different homework assignments. Love it. Genius. So good. <laughs> like... Well, and it's also, I understand exactly where she's coming from. It's, yeah, he's killing people, Dexter. Like, there's a value of life, and Dexter's like, well, yeah, there is. And then there's all these people that are killing innocent people. If only there were one person that could defend them. 
You know what? Darkly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Deb's going to go stay at Gabriel's, which is actually kind of sweet that she does. Like, yeah. that's nice that they're moving, they're moving forward. Uh, but let's, let's get into the, the meat of the episode and get over to a comic book shop. Because it's the, it's, the, it's the the Batman episode. Like, it's yes! not Batman and they, whatever. They did their best. But, like, it's, it's they're, they're going for it. I love it. Hell yeah. Uh, Dexter acknowledges LaGuardia's promotion, which I thought was a, just a nice. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it. But it's nice to be like, hey, boss, you're back. You know? Yeah. Acknowledgement. Very good. Dex starts to go through the crime scene and talks about how it was super brutal, but no money was taken. And my favorite part of this was that the man, the victim, if you will, was killed with an off-brand Aquaman-themed snow globe. Yes! <laughs> Pre-Jason Momoa, of course. Of course, of course, because it was some blondie. That would have that would have been ginormous. <laughs> it would have been the biggest snow globe. My man! You, every time you shake it, my man! <laughs> I would buy that. Is I there, wouldn't. do they make snow globes that a giant? I don't think so. They will for Aquaman, too. <laughs> And here's my favorite, again, I love so much about this episode, but the, the goddamn poster is just, and let me say, say this, I know a lot of men's lower half of their face because I kiss them. No, because, <laughs> because of all the Batman. There's a lot of Batman. And yes. I, I always like to, you know, look and see, like, can you tell if that's the Batman? And uh, I think that Ben Affleck's the easiest one to tell when it's a stunt double because a stunt double doesn't have the dimple. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm good at knowing the Batman faces. That's just Michael C. Hall's face. They just put, they did, they did it directly, which I love. Oh, and yeah. it's silly, and I love it. Every time it is an artistic depiction of Dexter without it being directly Dexter. Every time it's just Michael C. Hall. Uh, the first time was with the, um, the kid in the trunk, and, and it, he was sketching out, it, it turned out to be Jesus. Yeah. But that, the eyes, it was easily Michael C. Hall's brow. And this one, it is easily his 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 lips with the, the, the laugh lines and his, his smirk. Oh, it obviously it's him. They're oh. not even And again, <laughs> we, we probably talked about this with the Jesus one, but the eyes are just the most detailed part. Yeah. Everything else is kind of pretty quickly drawn after that. There's not a lot of detail. Uh, yeah, so what we need to do is take the Jesus eyes and put it with the Dark Defender mouth, and we have half a Mr. Potato Head of a Dexter. <laughs> so, we'll get there. Yeah, I, I, I think it is an interesting idea trying to put a spin on a real-life serial killer. I think it's a little bold to put a brand behind a serial killer before <laughs> you've gotten all the information about the serial killer. Yeah. Because, like, like, just imagine you're like, yeah, he's the Dark Defender. And, oh, we, we're, we got licensing. We're going to publish this. It's a comic. We're on issue six. And then it comes out. It's like, oh, he um, he murdered children and was, like, the worst guy ever. Right. You'd be like, ah, I can't. <laughs> no. Just, no more issues of the Dark Defender. One of my, again, favorite things I loved about this was Dexter's faux superhero music. It was pretty, it was, yeah, it was, they were going for something and it was very, it was a lot, but it was kind of nothing. It was good. Yeah. Especially for this one-off episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did amazing. It reminded me of in like How It Should Have Ended or, or any of those parodies where they do like the Harry Potter theme, but like yeah. the legal one that they can get away with. So oh, it's yeah, like it's... three of the notes <laughs> and it's different. Every yeah. fourth note, it's just, it's a, it's a flat note. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Dex concludes, uh, although that would be fun, it's too much leather for this Miami heat. Way too hot for all that leather. <laughs> so here's another thing I thought was kind of interesting. So we get to the NA meeting, and it's like crazy hot in there. Oh, God. But it looks miserable. It, it feels odd in that the last episode almost ended with, with Batista saying, hey, there's a breeze coming. This heat wave is done. And then when I wrote that down, I realized it's Florida. So it just every day is a heat wave. I it's just, always hot. That was an interesting thing. Well, also, I mean, you, you've already told the people that we live in the western United States. Yeah. And dear Lord, we are experiencing a heat wave right now that seems like it just won't end. We'll so, see. Oh, it's awful. It's barely it's middle of June. Sorry, I just nodded off um, in the middle of your story, much like Dexter did <laughs> to get the segue. 
Uh, is an insult okay? Only if it's a segue. Um, yeah, but we flash to a, the storage container. And yes. uh, Dexter's mom's there, and little Dexter's there, oh, and those, no. those three guys with the chainsaws are there. Whoa. But da 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 da. Uh, the Dark Defender comes in, and Dex comes in, and we we ooh okay. Oh my god! Have you, have you ever seen NBC's The Cape? <laughs> Knowing the answer is no. <laughs> the I, only reference to the Cape that I have is Community. <laughs> when Abed attempts to. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like that style. This was around that time. And again, it was a really weird time for, for, for comic book movies. Yeah. So you, you have this bizarre hood that is, it is the largest thing I've ever seen. You could fit three Dexter heads in that hood. Just the one hood. It's bizarre and it's silly and I love it. And it's just a trench coat, um, yeah. which again reminded me of like, because this was around that time, season nine of Smallville, where he was in a trench coat. Like yes. it was just, it was that that era yeah. of big leather things, and yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, well, and it's also like, yeah, it's heavy. It's yeah, it's just this plain dark. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, there's no embellishments. It's not detailed or anything. It's just well, it's a dark superhero. Yep. Just put him in black. Yeah, and just the try to end. exactly. <laughs> One of my favorite acting moments here is when Lara looks down, but they don't have the CGI or obviously anything to, to do it right. So the actor has to pretend like she was holding a kid, like an invisible kid. Yeah. And then she has to look down and be like, what? what Where did my kid go? Oh my God, it's this guy. Yeah. Sweet. And then Dex is gone and it's because it's, it's, it's Dexter. It's the big Dexter. And oh. he saves her. That scene was just, it was simultaneously like, the funniest yeah. and the saddest. Oh, yeah. Like, just, oh, my heart broke, but I was laughing the entire time. <laughs> superhero, uh, mid 2000 superhero stuff aside, yeah, it's a really good, little silly, but it's a really good scene. It's so good. It's it's Dexter saving his mom. <laughs> Dex uh, wakes up um, and he tells Lila that he had, yeah, he was drooling. Um, <laughs> And he tells Lila that he had a bizarre dream about his mother, which Lila takes to be an Oedipus complex. But Dex tells Lila what happened. And also with the realization that he's never told anyone that before. Yeah. Huge, huge ass moment. Yeah. And Lila takes him aside and, and asks if maybe Dex wasn't saving his mom, but rather saving himself. And goes on to talk about how she hopes the bad guys got the chair and Dex, at this moment, realizes he never looked him up. He doesn't yeah. know. This has been, you know, too new and everything to... Yeah, he's been way too focused on the fact that it happened, let alone what happened after. Oh, and the FBI's been hunting him. So he's had that on his, on his, on his plate. Oh, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. And when Lila's like, well, why haven't you looked him up? you got to confront these guys. How else are you going to get better? And Dex realizes, oh, I never expected to. Yeah. So Lila is looking, she's, she's got his back in a way that, she's, well, you know. Yeah, she's helping him discover himself and is honestly and actually helping him onto the road of recovery, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, it, it is a concept that Dexter just totally written off that that was never going to happen. Well, in that same vein, if we're going to be talking about the road of recovery, back at Gabriel's place late at night, we, Gabriel catches Deb going through his shit. And Deb tells him about the ice truck killer, and he doesn't know, and she thinks he's lying. Turns out he was in El Salvador for a few months. And Deb was, yeah, understandably and and tragically worried that she was a trophy fuck. Oh, God, awful. That, oh, just the the trauma that she obviously went through. And I don't think, look, snooping is not advised for anybody. Mm -hmm. Except Deb in that one in that one instance, that, <laughs> that one time one instance. Yeah, don't do it again. I fully we'll understand it. her distrust and go ahead and snoop through you through his things. Yeah. Do it. Gabriel says a line. Yeah. That I Doctor Stranged it, and I looked through like over fourteen million different <laughs> scenarios where you could use this line, uh-huh. and I only found one, Ooh. and it was this one. Okay. Where it works. But he says the line, I hit on you with the gym because I thought you were hot. <laughs> this is the only t- reality where that's a sweet line. Otherwise, 
Otherwise, that's just a... It's a douchey line. Just, ew. It's too bro <laughs> But they go back to bed and everything's fine. But, yeah. uh, oh my god. So, the biggest twist... Yeah. I think so far happens in the next scene at Rita's house. Because <gasps> they get attacked by an armadillo. Oh my god! Who is clearly a reincarnation of Paul. <laughs> trying to take his house back. <laughs> Will you please reenact that for us? Hey! <laughs> hey, get out of my house! I'm an armadillo! You can't shoot me or something, right? I don't think they're bulletproof. No, they're not bulletproof. No, they're not. I got the superhero thing. They get run over all the time. I didn't say he was wheelproof. Oh my god. No, they have, they have that hard shell that can block anything except anything a human has made. Which is why Dex defeated him with a broom. Yeah. But he'll be back. Whoa. I'm not saying he's an armadillo, but I'm, 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 I'm thinking Paul's going to... Tries to worm his way back in. Just other reincarnation. Hey, this is my house. I wanted in a drug deal. I'd love to see. <laughs> That's their tongue. I just knew you very clear. That's the sound of the armadillo tongue. Maybe I'm thinking of an anteater. Holy fuck, I was thinking of an anteater. God damn it. <laughs> it's already done. <laughs> Although, there, there's a part where the armadillo uh, hisses, and now I just want to... I just can't help but see Paul hissing. <laughs> no, I agree. Anyway, uh, Dex brings him out, but he'll be back. God, it's so scary. <laughs> um, Rita gets the kids ready, and Dex tries to bond with Gail, talking about how Armadillo's attack and, and you know, trying to put some charm on it, Oof. to which Gail responds with, you think you're charming, hmm, don't uh. you? And she's like, I know what you are. And, of course, Dexter gets caught by Gail, because of Rita. I, I, it's not her okay. fault. No, it's no, because the mom, again, talking about snooping. Yeah. Okay. Not okay to snoop. Call me Woodstock because we're getting snooping out of here. Okay. Of course, because Dexter, there's too careful. Like, I, yes. I thought she was going to find his chip. Oh, sure. And because he, like, he didn't give a fuck and he would have just put it down or something. Oh, yeah. Or given it to Rita as a, like, a, hey, look, I did it. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was, it was, it was Rita's research, which again, uh, uh. not okay. But, she tells Dex, if you love these kids, blah, 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 you got to get out of here. Went a little Paul there, but. <laughs> oh, no. Oh Gail's getting possessed by Paul. No. Hey, get out of my house. You're not good for my daughter. Uh, hey. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Let's, let's be done with this because we're at the big boy briefing room where they yes. don't allow New York accents. <laughs> and they've got the algae back. And there are three possible locations. Uh, blah, 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 and Coral Cove. Uh, no. But Deb immediately is like, my dad kept my or kept our family boat out there, and half the force has boats out there. How many cops have boats? I'm not trying to say that you not you not deserved a boat, but a boat is an expensive piece of equipment, it, it and I just feel like is. if every cop has a boat. Well, now it is Miami, and I'm sure they have. You know, you you can get good. Oh, deals. Good deals. Oh, yeah. Well, and also it's uh, Deb's line where, where yeah, she does mention that half the force has boats in that particular marina because it's so cheap. Yeah, you're you 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 are smarter. That's why you're here. <laughs> I'm, only sometimes. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. The only other part of this is that Deb and Lundy seem to be teaming up. Ooh. So we get over to the new file clerk, and I'm. Yeah, thinking it's because character actress Margot Martindale had retired, or is oh. this just a different? Because I was under the impression that she had also retired too. Oh. Because she, at least in the first season, there was like you know just some mention of just how long she had been there, and or like she was taking care of her husband by that Jean. point. Gene. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so that makes sense. I was under that impression. Okay. So, yeah, we have our new file clerk, and she found one of the only files on the storage container that exists, but Dex also got some tapes. Ooh, so he heads shit. So he heads over to the interrogation room, listen to the tapes, and it turns out Harry was on the case before the storage containers Ooh. incident, and Laura Moser, his mother, was his confidential informant. Oh, shit. So we get a cool, like, flashback to back tapes. Laura is really agitated as every CI is in every movie because like they're coming to get me you know yeah because they're 
putting themselves in the middle of shit. It's yeah. scary. Harry uh, continuously reassures her that she's safe, but she isn't safe. Yes. And um, Dex realizes that not only... Well, that Harry wasn't called to that crime scene by chance, and Harry knew his mother. Like, that's that's some pretty big... Like, the uh, Dexter's dad Driscoll shit. Yeah. With his dad. You can find some, you know, some reasoning that Harry would have had. But sure. this one is... is um, going yeah. On. So much of Harry lying to Dexter. Also, I did, uh, like, when the scene started, I was just thinking, like, oh, they didn't want to pay for the the other kid actor. But but it was a nice excuse. They're like, I got to go pick up Ryan from school. It was just a nice little thing I wanted to mention. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a really nice li- Well, and he was older, too, so it works. It works. But, it works. But, yeah, it was one of those, like, nah, we don't need to go back to that. <laughs> he puts his doofy little head out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would have been nice to see him again. Damn it. <laughs> he, he was hiding behind that really ancient 70s recorder. You weren't supposed to tell her. <laughs> So back at the comic book store, uh, LaGuerta has good news, Ooh! but so does Dokes, and Dokes starts telling her all of the case stuff that he loves to do, and LaGuerta's like, shut up, you're not in trouble for murdering that man, yes. and he's like, I don't give a fuck, and she's like, I, mm-hmm. yeah, well, she was pointing out that that's two shootings within the last six months, Yeah, and that, even if they were justified in a way, they have to take some sort of psychological toll. Exactly. Um, but And LaGuardia's going to keep an eye on Dokes by doing a stakeout with him. Mm-hmm. Back at the precinct, we're in the lobby, where Batista is leaving a voicemail for Nina, talking about some visitation bullshit, Aww. which I know, because I, I kind of thought that they were, you know, still getting a divorce, but yeah, seemed like, to be on the same page. But Especially after, yeah, Batista's accident and everything. Divorces but are hard. a little more friendly. Get uh... ready for it. Uh, <laughs> Lila is trying to get up to see Dex, and they're not letting her up. Yeah. So Batista picks her up and calls himself Dexter's best friend. It's, <laughs> it's adorable. It's one of those that you kind of pause, raise your eyebrow, think about it for a moment, and go, oh, he's, he's not wrong. It's, I think that's true. I, technically, yeah, I guess it is. I think it's true. And, you know, especially as, you know, an adult friendship goes, you mm-hmm. don't need to hang out all the time. That's a good point. I, I think it's absolutely correct. Now back upstairs, uh, Dex is in his spatter room. Can we rename this? Yes. I Can we just call it his angry room? Like his angry place. Dexter's <laughs> angry place. It's his angry This place. is where Dexter goes to be angry. There's beer bottles on the ground. Yeah. And he just <laughs> smashes mannequin heads with corn syrup. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he's letting out his aggression in his angry place. When Batista drops off Lila, he gives her her card. And he's like, when you're done with him, coming to me. So what the F? Oh, yeah, because she introduced herself as Dexter's decorator. Decorator. And <laughs> when Batista's leaving, his silent, like, oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Like, silent behind Lila is kind of adorable. So cute. Yeah. Because we all agree Lila is yeah. way too attractive to be real. Misogyny is a hard thing to make cute. <laughs> and Batista has done it in spades. <laughs> If, he's cu- if you're cute enough, we're kind of okay with it. La pasión. La pasión. That's what it is. Okay. So Dex, it turns out, found Jimenez, one of the men, uh, one of the, the last uh, men out and about uh, who killed his mom. Uh, he lives in Naples, and which I wrote here. I, he lives in Nipples and owns a tavern. But yeah, Dex isn't really sure what to do, so Lila pushes him to go tonight. Oof. And Dex agrees, and Lila t- um, gets to keep one of the spatter portraits, yeah. which is really good. It looks really cool, and I want one of those. I know. I think they look really cool, too. It's Oh, I love it. Let's get over to the boat docks at Coral Cove. Yes. Where Deb and Lundy just got there, and they're having a good time. And oh while my. Deb is going over the, the case and what they should do, Lundy uh, stops, takes his shoes off, and opens his lunch. Adorably takes his socks off and puts his feet in the water. Yes. Um, yeah, it's one o'clock. Cuts off Deb to talk about lunch. Deb continues talking. Lundy continues with his cucumber sandwich conversation. And then he just is adorable sitting in the water. Oh, my goodness. And at a certain point, Deb is like, did you hear what I said? And he's like, not a word. <laughs> one o'clock. And it's adorable. So he tells her to sit and hang out. Deb gets frustrated. Uh, uh, Lundy comments on how fidgety Deb is. Yeah. Yeah, at a certain point, she's like, are you criticizing me for doing my job? Yes. <laughs> I loved that line. 
Oh, it was so good. And then just how masterfully. Well, I would also oh. argue that I really did like Deb's side of this, where she talks about how the reason I'm not okay around boats is because the last time I was around boats, I got kidnapped. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck Poor me, right? Thing. Yeah. She starts, she gets frustrated and she starts to leave. And Lundy's like, all right, this place is a perfect place for a serial killer. Lack security. And yeah, Lundy's going to increase security after one o'clock. It's just, it's perfect. Yeah, and she then come, she yeah. goes to sit with them and dips her toes in the water too. It's a nice, it's, it's a nice building moment. Oh, I love it so, so much. Lundy is just, he's this calming presence in this chaotic show and it's so lovely. Well, and I also oh, think too that a lot of our, the good moments from last season with Deb are good. But when you, yeah, when you, when, when you've seen the show and you, you know, the twist, you, you can't help but feel like every time Deb is like, yay, you're like, oh, like, stop so it, Deb, stop. It, it feel, and, then, and then you had the trauma at the beginning of the season. So it feels like now we're finally getting back to the, 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 the good, strong Deb that, that's confident in her own abilities. Yes. The, the Deb that is overcoming these obstacles that these horrible obstacles that she's been through. And it's, oh, it's so nice. Getting back to the precinct, uh, Dex is leaving. He took a personal day. And when Deb asks where he's going, he's like, I'm going to take the minivan out on the open road. <laughs> and Deb's response, who are you? <laughs> We're all wondering that. <laughs> as, as the elevator doors are shutting, uh, she mentions she wants to talk to him about the algae. Uh, I'm sorry? What about the algae? And she's like, oh, yeah, we, we, um, it, we got it traced back to Coral Cove, and we're going to be figuring it out. Uh, to which uh, Dex uh, compares the algae to his kryptonite. Yes! This green algae might as well be kryptonite. So good. Out on the open road in the minivan, Dex tells Lila about Gale, finding out about the Narcotics Anonymous meetings. Lila tries to push him in that direction that Gail wanted about relieving Rita. And she's like, you don't have to be with them or whatever. And, and, and he's Maybe like... Maybe she's got points. Well, exactly. And, and, and Dex immediately defends it and she drops it immediately. But I'm a little worried that seed has been planted. Mm. Uh, Dex doesn't know what he's going to say. So Lila wants him to practice on her. And he gives a little great speech about how you stole my life. And I'm not the person I'm supposed to be. I'm hollow. Yeah. I'm like this donut box. All the things. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's really good. And he's... It's so good. It's it's a wonderful scene where Dex is realizing... Well, he's, he's actually coming to terms with who he is. Yeah. And also, this, this whole thing just, again, supports the pixie dream girl mm-hmm. that is Lila. Is because finding something else in you. That's it. The whole point of every pixie dream girl is so that the male lead learns something about himself. This scene could have been from any of those indie romantic movies, you mm-hmm. know? Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't think you've watched it, but it just reminded me so much of Ruby Sparks. Good movie. I recommend. Um, yeah, where it's just it's, this, this kooky person who just, she only is there so that the main person figures something out, figures something out about themselves. And that is exactly what happened. I totally agree. We also get the really nice moment at the end where Lila asks about Laura and what Dex remembers about his mom. And he has a nice little, tiny little flashback from his mom. She had nice smell and nice skin and probably something else. Liked her hair and her hands. He mentioned her hands. Yeah. Oh, because they were frozen in ice. Oh, Um, God. (laughs) So the fingernails. Stakeout time with Dokes and LaGuerta. That's my pitch to Showtime for a spinoff. <laughs> I don't know if I'd watch it. <laughs> uh, let's see what Ray Donovan's doing tonight. Uh, so they're sitting on the car with coffees. And they we learn a couple interesting things in this scene where Dokes says we could pass the time like we used to, which means they used to get it on. Oh, shit. So I'm, I'm assuming this was after... Dokes' marriage and before Bertrand. So yes. <laughs> somewhere in that. Somewhere. somewhere. Uh, yes. But no, LaGuardia is out there to babysit Dokes and she's she confronts him and she's like, you're fine. You're fine with killing two men. And he's like, it's more than two. And uh, yeah, then Dokes mm. strikes back with all you care about is your job. That's why you slept with Pascal's man. Calls her out on her shit. And look, 
it's always good when someone gets called out on their shit, but only if they are there to hear it. And my God, LaGuardia is not there to hear it. She's there to talk about every, get into everyone's shit but her own. But the uh, perp shows up and they arrest him from the comic book store. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. (laughs) I remember what we're watching. All right. At the motel um, outside of Naples. Dex is getting ready to meet with Jimenez, and he, oh, ring, 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 oh. ring, 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 ring. Hello? Hey. Hi. So, yeah, Dex goes in and talks to her, and, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he tells, the excuse he gives Rita is that he was looking up someone from his past, and while that's happening, Lila starts to get undressed to go take a shower, and she's not really hiding it. No. no. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, because then Rita notices things are kind of weird and awkward with Dex. So she's like, well, hey, what's going on? And he tells her about Gail. And he's like, yeah, she found it and everything. Rita's like, okay, we'll deal with this when you get back home. Don't listen to her. She's crazy. And meanwhile, Lila's in the shower and Dexter awkwardly leaves. Uh, Yeah, after he watches her a little bit more. And, I mean, obviously, Lila wanted Dexter to watch her. She keeps, like, going back and forth, pacing in yeah. the bathroom, and then just taking off one article of clothing, leaving it on one side of the bathroom. Taking off another article of clothing, <laughs> leaving it on the other side of the bathroom. It's like a really cool, sexy game of Pong. <laughs> I'm into it. Back at, exactly it. back at Gabriel's apartment, Deb and Gabriel have a date. So Gabriel is the one to do the sexy Pong, because he's going to go take a shower. There we go. But then, um, while he's doing that, he, uh, uh, Deb snoops, yes. looks in his outbox, realizes he has an editor and a book called Ice Princess. Uh-oh. He, Gabriel comes out. She freaks. Fuck you. Fuck you. Accuses him of writing a book about her and bail. Uh, doesn't hear him out. Nothing. Just immediately leaves. So sad. Dex gets to the bar. Jimenez is there. And he just, he just stares at this guy. Oh, and and immediately goodness. Jimenez knows something's off with this guy. He's just staring at him in that weird way. So as uh, Jimenez is getting him a beer, Dex calls Lila and isn't sure what he's going to do. Yeah. But he's there. Yeah, Dexter's normal charm and his normal, you know, cadence when he's out hunting, it is gone. He left that in Miami. It's out of there. In Naples, he's a nervous wreck. It's true. At Rita's house, someone who isn't, a nervous wreck is Rita because she is Ooh. stepping up to Gail. That's right. My note here says Gail v. Rita, Paul of Justice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, when we get some interesting tidbits about Rita's past and how she wasn't running Ooh. away with Paul, she was running away from Gail. And Gail responds with, Do you know how hard it is watching you make the same mistakes again? So um, after that, Uh, Gail tries to bail, and Rita does that little tiptoe right, blocking her path. That's right. This is my life, mother. Dexter's here for good. And I said, good for you, Rita. I agree. And then we moved to the bar, because that's where I want to talk about. (laughs) Sorry, I just... You um, don't want to talk about Gail? I only want to talk about Gail. I have nothing left to add (laughs) to this mother-daughter fight which is great it's great but no it's good it's good you need to stand up for yourself so back at the man who chopped people up with chainsaws and now owns a bar oh i guess we can talk about that it's closing time closing um, time and he's like i need you to leave and dex questions him a little bit being like yeah yeah to miami you like naples oh. how old are you like this what's going on and you is the whole time just you gotta get out of here so dex finally okay 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 I need to tell you how I feel. <laughs> this is awkward. He's like, no, you need to get out. You've been eyeballing me from the beginning. Jimenez grabs a bat and Dex starts his monologue. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, 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 not a, it's not chorus line level like Debs was earlier in the season. No. Well, it's also not what he did in the car. Like, it's the same words, but he's nervous he's as hell. Jumping he can't all over the place. do it. Yeah. It's, it's like when we write down all of the things we're going to say for the podcast, and then we record it, and we're like, oh we God. didn't even stick to anything. That's exactly how it feels. Um, well, we start every podcast before we record with me telling you, you stole my life. <laughs> I'm not the person I'm supposed to be. Is this part of the divorce watch? <laughs> no, is this part of my deposition? 
but he does the whole speech, and Yemenis uh, threatens Dex again. So Dex, fuck it. He tried Lila's way, and Dex jumps him, goes, locks the door, and oh. beats the shit out of him with a baseball bat. Holy shit. And the way he starts it, too, 1973! It's, well, and from beginning to end, he, like, oh. again, I sometimes take Michael C. Hall for granted with, uh, with the Six Feet Unders and with the Dexters, uh, and yeah, this is, it was one of those few moments where you're like, fuck me, this guy's good. Brilliant acting. No. I think this is the first time we actually saw him completely unhinged. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he's punching him. I mean, at one point, I'm, is he spitting? Is he spitting now? He's, he's spitting oh, on him. He's spitting. He uh, grabs <laughs> it's a, a sign. He grabs a knife and drags him, puts him on the pool table. Like, oh, ooh, I love it. Oh um, my god, haunting. Kind of surprisingly, Yemenes admits to it. <gasps> Full on. Oh my god, it's like, it's like as soon as Yemenes heard the date, mm-hmm. he knew. Yeah. So listen up, any uh, chainsaw wielding, storage <laughs> container owning murderers. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> yeah, Jimenez is like, I had to. And Dexter being like, did you? Did you have to? Did you have to chop them into little pieces? Did you have to leave the, the boys and, and the, their mother's blood? Like, you didn't have to. Come you on. You didn't have to do any of that, right. you, asshole. Even if you had to kill her. like you went, Do it a different way. You went completely the other way. <laughs> uh, but Jimenez talks about, no, I had to. She was a snitch for a cop. She was fucking him. And he's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did, you, did you see, did you know what cop? He's like, no, I, I followed her to a park. And it's the thing from the recording of earlier. Oh, my God. Ring, 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 ring. Like. I did it. I forgot what he said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But Did you want to try that again? No, that, I, think I, I think I nailed it. Dexter, what's going on? You're no. not using, are I thought you? I could resist. No. Don't do this. Tell me right where you are, and I will come and get you. I thought I could not do this. Dexter. So, yeah, Lila talks him down, and she's like, if you, if you do this, you're going to be hollow and alone. Don't use. Come back to me. And in... One of the most surprising loose threads, Dex hangs up and just fucking leaves. Oh. It just leaves an unconscious Jimenez bloodied on top of a pool table. Holy but, shit. Yeah, that's, that's a loose thread. Oh my god. But holy shit. Yeah, good. Ly- Lila actually talked Dexter down from killing someone. She caged the beast or whatever. The, she uh, 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 tamed, tamed the, beast. the beast. Thank you. Insane. Yeah. Progress insane amount of progress uh dex is back um at the motel he has bloody knuckles and let me posit a question to you lila is where is wearing a see-through shirt through most of this episode yeah. so why wasn't this episode called see-through not the last one <laughs> just saying let's, <laughs> let's get our shit together dexter writers oh my god but yeah lila consoles dex into the night um yeah, but no sex I, no 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 no, it's it's incredibly sweet. Like I think I I find it so sweet that he fell asleep in her lap. Yeah. Like like being comforted like a child. Yeah. Like it's so sweet and I just agree. heartbreaking. It was very good. Well, get over it, because we're at the big boy briefing room. Oh shit. And Deb and Lundy bond over being workaholics. And <laughs> yes, she, tells, uh, she tells she uh, tells Lundy that she broke up with Gabriel. Lundy's like, oh, well, I guess you don't need this. And you got her background check on Gabriel, and it's adorable. Where, like, it's the weirdest but sweetest thing that you could give Deb. <laughs> it's the, yeah, it's the most, being a, a cop's daughter and now a cop and all this stuff. Yeah, it's a very specific to Deb. Very specific yeah. to Deb. But, like, yeah, it was, like, a weirdly the sweetest thing that he could have done. And it's, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Deb goes through. She talks about how she went through Gabriel's email and he's writing a book about me. And Lundy's kind of pauses, scratches his little cute little face up, and he's like, "Do you know what kind of writer Gabriel is?" Turns out it's children's books. And oh. pause, pause, because to Deb's credit, yes. calling her the Ice Princess 
is a fucking killer name. Oh my god. And closely better than Ice Truck Killer. Like Ice Princess is like, oh, that's fucking cool. So oh, I, yeah, like it's kind of fucked and yeah. like it, it would I would read that book. I would. <gasps> we gotta watch the the season the, one the spin-off show. Yeah, the, the, ooh, ooh, I like it. Okay, but anyway. No, it oh, it's a children's book called The Ice Princess. It's the frozen children's book. <laughs> would, would you like to hear a cute story? I, I would. Lundy's wife thought he was a spy when they first got together, and she was right. When was the last time you heard, like, I thought my husband was a spy, and he was right since True Lies yes. with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. Okay. My Jamie Lee. Should we just do a podcast where we watch True Lies over and over again? Yes, please. So, yeah, we do find out, sadly, that uh, Lundy's wife died of cancer two years ago, and we also find out that's how Doris uh, Deb's mom died. Is that the first time that we heard about it? I thought there was another mention. In I the guarantee first you there was. Oh, okay. Uh, I just put it there. Okay. <laughs> Lundy gives Deb some good advice, asking if Gabriel did anything. Did he give you a reason to distrust him? Yeah. She's like, no. So he's like, go back. He'll forgive you. Everything's just fine. Explain. Yeah. Like, and and yeah, and Gabriel's a cool dude. He writes children's books. He's yeah. a hot man that you met at the gym that writes yeah. children's books. It's called the jackpot. <laughs> you can make any bro line sound romantic. Oh my god! Back at the hotel in the, or motel in the morning, uh, Dex uh, fell asleep in Lila's lap. Yeah. Uh, Lila tells Dex how she got into the program she had <gasps> used for years when she met Marco, who was a piece of shit. Is her boyfriend turned drug dealer. He left her so strung out and awful that uh, she was so mad and high, she burnt his house to the ground and Marco was passed out inside. Uh, luckily for Lila, they blamed the fire on drugs. And she went to her first meeting last night. Dex asked if Marco deserved it and Lila goes, yes. He's like, you didn't do anything wrong. So relax oh, about it. Oh my goodness. Relax She's a killer too. Yeah, yeah, which is, again, you're kind of peeling back the mask a little bit on both sides and kind of saying yeah. pretty crazy. They drive back, and Dex gets to Rita's house super early, just in time for breakfast. And my God, Rita has her shit together. Breakfast, like, every morning. Doesn't matter if it's a Sunday or a Tuesday. She's got it, man. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm not that put together at all. Oh, no. No, you are not. <laughs> Trust me. She's not overdoing it. She is a mess. So Gail has been locked in her room since the discussion with Rita, and she's probably packing. <laughs> Which Rita is giddy about. Who wouldn't be? Dex <laughs> is unsure if he should stay, and Rita's like, no, 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 we got this. And that's when we notice that Rita has a nicotine patch. Yeah. Because she's doing it too. She's got some quitting of her own to do. Oh, good for her. Good for everyone. Right? Just, God damn. Just like getting this. their shit together. Now, here's a part where they're not getting the shit together because Lila texts, but Dex does not tell Rita about the shit. So nope. Uh oh. Secret secrets. Hurt someone. Secret secrets hurt Rita. <laughs> Gail joins and drops that she's going to stay long term because she's like, hey, I heard what you said. I'm going to be a better grandmother. She's trying. And Rita appropriately asks, what about your house? Yeah. Well, and also she put in a resignation to the school that she's been working at for years. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Just, what about all of this shit? You can't just drop it. It's a bit of a pivot. Pivot? Dex tells Gail that Deb had been looking for apartments and he could help her out too. And when Gail says, oh, don't be silly, I'll be staying with Rita. So, hiya. Oh my god. Have, okay. Yeah, they replaced... They. I think that they were mad. There was a certain environment in season one with young Cody... That nah. kind of made the house not unpleasant, but just a little, little just, mm. just kind of uncomfortable. And then Maybe they I fixed that home. with the new Cody. So they needed to get another presence in the house. Uh, do we have to? Well, I think we should switch it out with the armadillo Paul. Yeah, Instead, there we, go. we need if we need a <laughs> naysayer in the house, we can we can we can make this work. But uh, <laughs> so we get our closing montage where Dex is cleaning his boat. And he's talking about all sorts of stuff. And Gabriel's it's adorable. He's showing Deb the Ice Princess book. And he's Aww. like really hot and into kids. And it's cute. Oh my god, they're so cute. 
yeah, we get to, and then it goes back to Dex's boat cleaning, and a couple interesting things. Dex calls Lila his sidekick, or his partner in crime, in yes. reference to the superhero motif. Right, but right, right. still, that's a bit of a upgrade. That's, it's huge! Yeah. And also, Lila's the sidekick, and not Rita. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Rita would look better in the Robin suit. She'd rock that shit. You see Lila welding because she's cool in Pixie Dream Girl. Ugh. And then... Um, I hate, love it. Yeah, Dex finishes cleaning the boat because, you know, he doesn't want the FBI to find anything. Yeah, but just making sure there's no blood or anything. What? People don't look up. You gotta look up, buddy. No one looks up. Nobody looks up. There are cameras on there, and he doesn't Dad. know. So it's not a, a direct fuck you with if, if they find the footage. There's, there's, it's not like a definitive Dex is a Bay Harbor Butcher, but it no, does it's look suspicious. Terrible. Yeah. Especially since he's doing it with the black light and like he's, he's making sure there's no blood. And okay. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Like if you're going to do that, yeah, look up. And then two, just take the boat out into the middle of the sea and then scrub, scrub, scrub. Yeah. That's the smartest thing anyone's ever said. That's really, <laughs> yeah, that's that. Go clean it. Yeah. Yeah. Go clean it in the middle of the ocean. Have a beer. Okay. Yeah. Make, some... make a whole little like boys night out of it. It's going to be fun. Okay. But no, you had to do it in the dock like a dumbass. And now it was on camera. You dumbass. <laughs> Dexter, the dumbass. <laughs> Deeply dumbass Dexter. <laughs> uh, no, that's way too harsh. <laughs> But yeah. But not good. That's a sizzle. That's what we call a sizzle. Oh, that's a sizzle. Yeah. Ooh. 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 It's sizzly. Ooh. I'm excited <laughs> for the next episode. Oh my god. No, I'm, I, I don't have a lot for the spoiler section, but I think that's all I have for the non-spoiler section. Awesome. Great. Well then, um, yeah, if you're hopping off now before spoiler time. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, you guys. You guys are the best. If you'd like to reach out to us, our email is tilldeathdoswatch at gmail.com. You can also find us on the socials if you'd like. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you, just your thoughts. And uh, yeah, if you do have any theories or anything like that, please reach out. We'd love to hear them. But right now, mm-hmm. uh, shush, 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 Dexter secrets. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the only one I really had, and it's not even real, was we had <laughs> talked about how we got the the, the Dexter bottom chin mouth face. Yes. Uh, from the Dark Defender. We got the Jesus eyes from the Jesus picture. Yes. We can complete this ransom note of a portrait <laughs> by adding in Lila's painting at the end of the season. Yes. And I think the um, Travis Marshall beast mural. Yeah. In that family's house. Yeah. Um, I don't know what pieces we're going to put on there, but I'm excited. Oh, so, my I, God. Well, of that mural, mm-hmm. we are definitely going to be adding the big devil horns. <laughs> okay. So this has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. But, no, but, it doesn't. But, guys, I'm so excited to get to that beast mural. Oh, my God. If, Just all of season six in general, it's going to be so much fun. If you've watched season six before and don't remember the mural, please look it up. It's so worth it. Just, just oh, my God. It is it's, the most ridiculous. It's like, it's the worst photoshopped. Like, why did you choose yeah. that picture of Dexter? You could have chosen any other picture of yeah. Dexter of him actually looking evil and not just him, like, like smirking. Yeah, it <laughs> looks like that, 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 that poster board they had at the parade at the end of season one yeah they just took that photo and they're like what if he was like in sweet tooth and he had horns and shit yeah oh my god hilarious so good yeah uh um, no okay so yeah as far as all this goes i did have one other spoiler <gasps> thing i wanted to talk tell about me. so okay i have seen this season a, a few different times so you claim <laughs> the first time i had watched this season i looked at the lundy deb relationship as more of a fatherly figure. So when later she kisses him, hmm? it shocked me. And I was not prepared for it at all. And the, the next couple of times, I, I think I just kind of got used to it. And I wasn't like really looking for the romance. But this time around, I'm really seeing like just how, how lovely they are. Yeah. And how I can see Deb honestly and earnestly fall in love with Lundy. I think watching this in our early 20s. Yeah. Yeah, there's it's a little bit more jarring. 
Yeah. Well, and also you and I are very close in age. We, yeah, we, we went to school together and all of that. So our, yeah, like I just kind of always had it in my mind like, well, no, the love of your life is a little bit closer to you, closer to your age. But that was just what happened for us. And and yeah, with this, it just, it's so natural and it's so beautiful. And I, it just makes me so excited to keep watching their, their, their love. And it's just, uh, it warms I my heart. I think this is the time for me to tell you I'm in love <laughs> with a 69-year-old woman. Go for it. 69's a sexy age. Go for it. That's what initially attracted us to each other was <laughs> I had made a, a joke about that age. And she, that giggle, <laughs> that raspy giggle. I'm in love. Why, no, is she like a smoker or something? She's lived a full 69 years. <laughs> I think the only time I got kind of huh, with it, it's when they're at Lundy's and he smacks her ass. Because he, oh. he, he has kind of a, he has sex face on. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, huh, because I just didn't expect that from him. Oh, my but, God. No, I, I think it's sweet. And It's so yeah, sweet. It's and the that, best, that, one, of, one of the best relationships in the show by far. By far. So, so good. So, yeah, it was that, it was that scene at the marina that just... I could see it. I mm-hmm. could see the sparks, and it was just making me so overly happy. Yeah. So I'm that's... really excited to see them continue this whirlwind romance. Mm, it's just so sweet, guys. Okay. So that's that's all I had. That's it. Awesome. Okay. Well, guys, thank you again for listening, and thank you for listening <laughs> being patient with us as we ramble. Yes, please reach out to us. We, we've we been loving the emails you've been sending so far. Definitely keep reaching out to us. Our email again is tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. You can also find us on the socials, and we'd love to hear from you. And we will see you next time. Stab, 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 stab. That's my new ending. That's it. We're done recording. Stab, 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 stab.